So, I want to talk today of peace of mind. It's three words, three letter, I mean, excuse me, not three letter word. It's a word that consists of more than just a peace of mind than the the obvious. The peace of mind that I try to have within myself is knowing that I am flawed, but also knowing that you can be flawed as well. I have a peace of mind when I look at myself in the mirror and I see all of my marks, all of my eczema marks that I've been so self-conscious of. All of my veins, all of my wounds, all of my self-wounds from falling as a kid. All of my beautiful flaws that make of myself. I love my flaws. I love my flaws in that I love them all the time. I'm self-conscious around other people when showing my flaws because, you know, it's scary, but you know what a part of being scared is fear, and, you know, fear can drive you any direction it wants, and I've learned to overcome my fear in quarantine, of course, but in a very positive way. I've learned to accept myself for who I am, even though people may not like me. I've learned to do my own thing and not basically try to be like the crowd. And learning to accept things for the way that they are, even though I cannot change them, which brings me to the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, talking as he did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things, all things right. If I surrender to his will, that I be that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Now, I know um, many, many people, well, it may change in me very, I don't know. Many people may not be religious and some of those that are, I will just say that I am... I don't want to say I am a religious person, but I do feel as though that there is a higher power and that there is a need for change. So, um, I want to take this time to learn, even though I've learned, I want to continue learning peace of mind. I want everyone to... Dig deep within themselves and to know that it's okay to cry. And I know people say that, well, you can't cry. Tony, it's not okay to cry. You're not supposed to cry. If you cry, it shows that you're weak. Actually, it's actually the opposite. 
but more so that is a myth. <laughs> I feel as though it is good to cry because as many tears that have been shed, there will be happiness soon thereafter. And I know many people may think of as, what are you doing? You must be crazy. There's nothing such as peace. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Crying. When I say crying, I mean truly digging within yourself to let out a good cry. Not a cry that is just an hour if need be, but truly going within yourself, going within your inner child, letting your inner child out and loving your inner child through yourself. That makes sense. So many times I've seen so many people go and try to have someone fill the void within that inner child, but not truly grasping the root of the problem, which is that they are hurting. And so many people mistake hurting for temporary hurt. Well, what did I do wrong? Well, what did I say wrong? Well, what did I do not care enough when it's truly something deeper than that? I would like to share with you guys a story. And this is a story, of course, that a little girl had about 10, 12 years ago, just about. Well, this little girl, she was beautiful. She was beautiful in every way. She loved to smile. She loved to smile. She loved to cry. <laughs> she was like, she was the baby. She loved to cry. And when her mom would hold her in her arms, she would look at her mom and she would see her. And as crazy as that sounds, it was true. She cried and cried and cried and cried. This little girl, she cried for what seemed like hours upon end, for even days upon end. She would not stop crying. And as she got older, she learned to walk. She learned to walk within herself, and she never crawled. She never crawled. She hated crawling. She always felt the joy and need of getting your two feet, getting your left and right foot, and going forward. She walked, and when she walked, she soon began. She knew she could run. So, as the girl grew older, she seen things that no one else should see. She seen the pain and the misery within people's eyes. She's seen the lives that have been taken and that could not be taken back. She's seen people walk out that could never truly be replaced, even though she wanted to fill that void. She never had a peace of mind at that point. She always had it within someone else. She said that she was leaving home at the age of 12. And although very reluctantly, the mother insisted. So she tried, and she left. And when she tried to leave, she went down the stairs, looked around the world, and she ran back upstairs, hugged her mom, and said, Mom, this is a cruel world. Don't let me in like this. The mother hugged her arm, 
hugged her in her arms, wiped her tears, kissed her cheeks, inhaled her and said, as, this, as much as this pains me, this is the world that we live in. The little girl, she did not understand. She didn't understand. She wanted to run. She wanted to go to a land that was, at the time, full of my little ponies and lollipops. But she wanted to run. She wasn't ready. And as she grew older, she saw the devastation in her mother's eyes. She saw the pain that she knew one day that she would try not to be the cause of, but little did she know that she was. And she cried. The little girl, she cried when she got older. She cried because for weeks, even months even, no one saw the little girl's pain. The little girl that grew up to be a young woman, that grew up to be a woman of supreme divinity in all of her beauty. The little girl, she cried, and the little girl knew something was wrong, but she didn't know what. And by that time, no one else had knew that she was in the bathroom and she had fell asleep. And this was the first time she had been asleep in weeks that she truly enjoyed being asleep because since then she always feared of the boogeyman that was either at her door, her closet, or underneath her bed or even outside. She cried and when she cried the little girl asked everyone to say why are we here? The mom looked at her and she insisted that we're here for a purpose. She insisted that the higher power above had given her a purpose to be here. The little girl did not understand. She cried and she screamed and she threw a tantrum and she wanted to just roll over and she wanted to just keep crying. And no one knew what, no one other than her mom knew why she would keep crying. The mother took her in her arms and she said that. It's okay to cry. She said that it was okay. So she did it. And she knew that within that moment of her crying that there would be joy. But then also she knew that it would come at a cost. The thought of losing one that she desperately loved and the people that she desperately enjoyed being around had been the cost. She wanted to be amongst the people that were different than her. She wanted to be, be she wanted to be with people that were of different ethnicities, of different likings as she did, even the people that disliked her. She wanted to be around everyone because she wanted to touch the world. She wanted to love it and she wanted to be embraced by it. And all she wanted in this world was to be loved and to have other people love her too. But little did she know that. She was wrong. She was dead wrong. The very people that said that they loved her and they said that they would always be her friends had stopped her in the back. The little girl would go to bed at night. As she got older, she would be a teen and she would cry. This time, it wasn't just a small, simple, this world is hard. 
or this world is dangerous or this world does not like me because of the complexion or the colors of my skin it grew to this little girl tried she tried to make amends and the people weren't willing the kids in which she had friend befriended no longer wanted to be a part of her life because they said that she was too average too revolting as they would say even those would say they would rather kill and rather die than to be related to her and although she had her headphones on all the time all the time music kept playing in her ears always constant a constant friend and a constant reminder that we will not judge you. Well, the little girl grew tired. She grew really tired and she grew weary of what was inside herself. She didn't want what to happen to come out. And she knew that if it did, it would hurt the very people that she loved. But she did it anyway. She felt as though being as though this is the time, this is the moment, this is the rise. This is the true awakening in which I will say the truth. Her mother laughed uncontrollably and wanted to know what was the truth. She knew nothing of the sort. She knew nothing of the truth, for the truth had been masked behind years of heartache and almost a decade full of lies. The little girl understood that her mother grew quite distasteful with her response to truth. She told the truth. No one else's truth but her own. She told the truth of how tired she grew each and every time she closed her eyes and all she saw was blackness and darkness. She saw the blackness that creeped into her eyes. Her pupils were forever turned to black. Her heart had turned cold, her mind had turned weary, her body had turned weak. A woman looked at her, and a woman held her face in her hands, and she said, I see God in you. You see God in me, the girl said. The girl looked on, and she held her tongue. She held her tongue for the moment she wanted to say, you do not see God in me, you must see something else. Something must be visible, something clear as day, something that you know deep within me, like as if you were a woman trying to search for my soul. The woman repeated again, I see God in you. The little girl, she laughed it off for the remote, pure, temporary cruelty in which those others around her had sustained to. They looked at her and they laughed and they said, how can you see it when we don't see anything? We don't see anything but the very person that stands here today, that stands tall but mute. You feel as though she is mute for she has not spoken for almost six months. For the very girl, we feel as though something is wrong with her because she does not speak the way that we do. We feel as though something is wrong with her. Because she chooses to wear clothes that hide her very assets and which she does not want on display. 
the little girl, she ran. She bursted out the door and she ran. She ran to the nearest exit that she could find, which was the back. She ran through the back and kept running. She felt the thickened skin on her feet turn into almost callous and blisters, and yet she still ran. She ran into the very trees that had loved her and embraced her, had kept hitting and swiping her face with marks and blood everywhere. She ran until she tripped. She tripped on the very rocks that she used to collect as a little girl, and she rolled down the hill. She rolled down the hill, bloody, tired, and broken. And yet, the mother asked, what is your truth? The little girl said, the truth is my peace of mind is at stake. My sanity is at stake. The mother did not get what she meant. The little girl told her a different time, different generation, different response. The mother, she simply ignored her pleas. And when the daughter knew it had been too late, the little girl, she cried once more. She cried for each and every time she closed her eyes at this moment. Within the thickness of the trees and within the essence of the birds, she knew that she wanted to fly. She wanted to fly. She wanted to meet those that had flown far beyond and far for her time. She wanted to know the true sense of self without knowing the true gravity and true privation in which people would cause her pain. She could not fly. So sadly, she walked. She walked. She swore never day in a life that she would grow. So she walked. She kept walking until she seen a sign. A sign, a big neon sign that said, love me. And although the little girl at the time, she grew more older and more wiser to understand, to think, to truly think before she even spoke of who was there, to truly survey her surroundings and know that love and acceptance was there. The little girl knew that she had problems expressing her emotions. So the little girl, she ran. She ran faster than her feet could take her to the neon sign that said, love me. She closed her eyes and seen the cries and seen the joy and seen the serenity. It's true. She's seen the pain. She's seen the devastations upon people's faces. And yet she held her tongue and not said a word. She held her words and not her lies. She swore and she broke the forever ties that truly binded her for the one peace of mind. She knew that if she wanted to achieve the peace of mind that she truly craved, for now she had morphed into this young woman whose gaze had been glorious and whose life had been truly full of joy. She knew she would have to leave those behind. She would have to leave people behind. And although it pained her so much for her, she had become oblivious to the pain, devastation, negativity, and cruelty in which people tried to bestow upon her every chance she got. She cried because she knew that deep in her heart, 
she wanted those people to succeed the most. She wanted those people to be with her. To root for her in all her glories and all her triumphs and all her accolations. She wanted all of it. And yet, there was only one person standing there. One person that truly loved her the most above all else. It was her mom. Her mom. She told her that she loved her and she said, love me, accept me, love me, truly love me. Truly accept me in all my thoughts and all my professions, no matter how cruel the world gets. And within that moment, the little girl, she closed her eyes. The woman closed her eyes. She closed her eyes and she seen her mom. She seen her mom hold her as a child, as a baby. She sang the silent prayer in which she spoke of. She spoke of. She spoke of, please. Throw this world. Though this world may be cruel. Spare my child. Spare my child from the core reality in which she has already been persecuted. For the color of her skin and all the morphed. She shall find happiness. And although I speak of nothing but pain and sorrow, I speak it as though I want you to have it. Let it be the peace of mind in which you can feel comfortable and make me comfortable too. The little girl, she smiled. And held her mom and wrapped her little arms around her mom's neck and told her mom that it would be okay. The little girl's brother smiled with glee. He smiled and held her too. She smiled. And for that perfect moment, for that one moment, the little girl knew that the neon sign meant to love me. Accept me and all my flaws and that my aspirations in life may not be the way that I wanted, but the way that others may not even fully agree that it was okay to walk amongst those that are considered by themselves, that it would be okay. The little girl knew that deep within her heart, she knew that she loved herself and for the first time, moving forward, for the first time. In almost 22 years, she loved herself. She loved herself enough to fly. And although she'd had this dream for a while, she knew that she could fly because she had a true peace of mind. A peace of mind, divinity, undeniable love, an unattainable desire to be free. That no man no man would break her freedom. No man would break the fire that burned in her, her heart. The desire that burned within her belly. The desire to be free. The desire to be loved free. She knew that this would come at a cost. 
in which now she can truly hold her hands high. And she could twirl. She could twirl and she could spin and she could dance and she could cry and she could be whatever she wanted. For she had the one true thing of a peace of mind. The very start of a peace of mind. But in her eyes, she had freedom. And many people say, let freedom ring. Freedom has rung. Freedom has rung. Her peace of mind has been spent. Her love unquenched. Her desire unthirst. All of these things were obtainable through a peace of mind. Thank you so much, guys, for story time. And I hope you enjoyed the little snippet of the story. I truly enjoyed it. I hope you guys tune in next time for a peace of mind. Also, the story that is told is truly based on fiction. And I hope you guys can tell me one day you can tell me your own stories. And share them with me I truly would like to know how you guys reach the ultimate words of peace of mind thank you so much have a great day, a great night, a great morning thank you so much love you guys Tony says goodbye